You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You love them, you hate them, and you can't stop talking about them. Announcers, analysts, pundits, they're all fair game. It's Sports Media Payhem with Alex Reamer. Time to let it rip. Hello, everybody, and welcome into a fresh edition of the Sports Media Mayhem podcast here on this Thursday, December 1st. That's right, December 1st, start of a new month, start of the holiday season. My birthday's coming up in a few days. So I figured what a great time to come back from our Thanksgiving hiatus. Hopefully you had a nice holiday with friends and family. Have a good show coming up for you today. In a few minutes, a welcome on Sid Ziegler, who is the co-founder of Outsports, uh, the premier LGBTQ sports website in the country, if not the world, if I say so myself. I should say I am a bit biased. I'm the deputy managing editor of Outsports. I know, I'm impressed as well. I'm a man of many talents, I'm a man of many gigs, what can I say? But I thought it'd be a great time to sit on the show because I want to hit on two main points this week. Number one, Lamar Jackson, you probably heard, was going back and forth with fans on Twitter following the Ravens' crushing loss to Jacksonville on Sunday. Uh, That's never a good combination. And Jackson fired off an anti-gay insult at one of these fans, and then he defended himself by saying it was not an anti-gay insult, even though it was. He told a fan to suck some D, which is an anti-gay insult because it's implying that a homophobic act is less than. It's implying that a man doing something that gay men do (laughs) is, is worth making fun of and is something that you should be ashamed of. It's rooted in homophobia, that insult and insults like it. So I brought in Sid to talk about that. And then we discuss Tony Dungy who despite his history of campaigning for anti-gay causes, anti-same-sex marriage, telling NFL teams to not sign Michael Sam before the NFL draft, uh, Tony Dungy is still one of the lead NFL voices on NBC's Sunday Night Football. He was in the booth for Patriots-Vikings on Thanksgiving night, and Sid has been on a long-standing crusade about how Tony Dungy should not be part of NBC's Sunday Night Football crew. So I talked about that. As well, and I figured it's a good time to bring up Dungy since Patriots fans just suffered through his commentary uh, last Thursday night against the Vikings. Man, oh man! I mean, could anybody be? I mean, I I hate complaining about announcers being biased because it is a definition of a loser's lament. But there is no doubt that Tony Dungy was quite pleased to see the Patriots not only lose uh, last Thursday night, but also see a myriad of calls go against them, including Hunter Henry's should have been touchdown catch. Uh, but amazingly, Dungy's clear anti-Patriots bias wasn't even the top story from that broadcast. It was Jason Garrett saying that Bill Belichick compared Ramondre Stevenson's growth to Tom Brady and Lawrence Taylor. And then Belichick, when he was asked about that a couple days ago, flatly denied it. Said, oh, I don't remember it that way. 
So what happened? Was Jason Garrett lying? Or is Belichick lying? I'm going to go more with the latter. Do I think that Garrett maybe, uh, you know, exaggerated a little bit for dramatic effect? Sure. But Belichick clearly is a huge fan of Ramondre Stevenson. Trent Green, the previous game, said that Belichick went on and on about him in their production meeting as well. Belichick even took the opportunity Monday to go on and on about Ramondre Stevenson. Um, There's also the possibility that Belichick maybe told Jason Garrett that piece of information in confidence that Garrett would say something like it on the telecast, but not verbatim what Belichick said. There may be an unwritten rule there. In fact, I would pretty much guarantee that there's some sort of unwritten rule between head coaches and broadcasters like, okay, these networks are paying billions of dollars to broadcast games, so I do have to meet with the broadcasters, and I do have to give them a little something for the telecast, but, uh, you know, we, we gotta have a code here, especially coach to coach, and to my knowledge, that was Jason Garrett's first game as an NFL analyst, so... I would assume his first production meeting being on the analyst side of things. But then again, I mean, he was Cowboys coach. Incredibly, he was Dallas Cowboys coach for like 10 years, <laughs> despite his mediocre record. Um, so he's been in those before. He should know. But that's an, that was an interesting thing that I plucked out. Like, who's the liar there? Who's lying more? Was it Jason Garrett or was it Bill Belichick? I guess we'll never find out. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, Patriots play again Thursday night tonight, taking on the Bills. Don't worry, all you streaming-averse people. That game will be on Fox 25 here in Boston. Uh, you know, there's no way to sound older than complaining about streaming things on TV. Like, don't get me wrong, it is not difficult to stream NFL games on Amazon Prime, but it is a little bit annoying. I mean, you have to go to the Amazon Prime app, and then you can't channel flip. You can't surf You may because it's a different input. You may be saying, why would you want to change channel on Patriots Bills? Well, keep in mind, the Patriots did not force a punt <laughs> against the Bills in, in their last two meetings, in case you forgot. I know Belichick disputes that, but he's wrong. They haven't. The only punt was a fake punt attempt, so no, not a punt. Um, and overall, I remember at the start of the NFL season, I said about Amazon Prime and Thursday Night Football, look, Amazon's paying a billion dollars annually to broadcast Thursday Night Football and the NFL is chasing the money here. Of course, fans will follow, and they have. These games are being watched by millions and millions of people, but the numbers will not be quite as good as they were last year. That was my prediction heading into the season, and 12, 13 weeks in, that's been exactly the case. Overall, outside of a hot start, Thursday night football ratings have dipped on Amazon after each of the first three games topped the 10 million viewer mark Only two have done it since. Now I understand the games have been crappy, but Thursday night games are almost always crappy. Now they're just crappy and taking place in more anonymity, which is not great, but the NFL still, you're getting close to 10 million viewers. You're pocketing a billion dollars annually that you weren't pocketing before with this Amazon package. 
Uh, that's a pretty nice deal for you, I think, at the end of the day, especially because the NFL ratings are always monstrous, always wallop everything else on television. But this year in particular, a record-setting 42 million people watched Cowboys-Giants on Thanksgiving Day. So, you know, this week, Deshaun Watson comes back for the Browns. Some of the women who have accused him of sexual misconduct and sexual assault are going to be there in attendance. And none of it matters. None of it matters. 42 million people, a record number of people watching a regular season game tuned into Cowboys-Giants. That's the highest rated regular season game since 1990, which is insane because not only was that 32 years ago, but it was in an entirely different era. There was no there was no DVR, never mind streaming or iPhones or tablets, nothing. Social media and I mean, that is, a, just think of that. In this era in which everything else on TV is suffering dramatic viewership and ratings declines, the NFL is setting new viewership records. That's just crazy. To tie it all together, according to Sid Ziegler, my guest coming up next, it's crazy that Tony Dungy is still a prominent voice on NBC's Sunday Night Football. I talk about that with Sid and more on the other side. And oh, before I do that, about the Dungy thing, you know, it's a very, it's an interesting line because I don't think anybody should be fired for their political opinions. I think people should be able to speak freely. But why does Sid think Tony Dungy crosses the line? That's a conversation that we get into on the other side. It's a Sports Media Mayhem podcast. Thank you as always for listening.